Big problem minus 52% of young adults now live with their parents. Japan's post-bubble economic recession. Even after living over a decade in Japan I still occasionally have some version of the same conversation with a local. What's happened to the ambition of Japan's youth? 30-odd years ago, young Japanese people got married, bought houses, apartments, and cars, had two or three kids, and powered the Japanese economy to number two in the world. Those days are long gone. Since the bursting of the bubble economy and the subsequent economic recession, Japan has become the poster child of young adults living at home with mom and dad. Japan is also a tale of warning to other countries about what their futures might soon look like if economic recession burden is too heavily placed on the shoulders of the young. Japan's population has fallen steadily since 2012, imaged by Fujikama from Pixabay. For decades, young people in Japan have been getting married later and later, and these days, often not at all. Couples with more than one kid are getting rarer and rarer. Statistically, even dating and sex are in a steep downward trend, and now so is the population of the country. Sadly, these young adults, still living at home with parents are disparagingly referred to as parasite singles. Even more sadly, Japan's economic recessions, weak recoveries, and decades of borderline deflation weren't caused by the parasite singles of Japan, the economic damage was caused by the excess of previous generations. 30 years ago, the bursting of Japan's bubble economy and the subsequent economic recession was very bad. I personally know families who faced economic ruin after assets suddenly and unexpectedly dropped in price. The recession was so shocking, there are many stories of Japanese businessmen traveling to a hot spring hotel somewhere nice to enjoy an evening of eating and drinking, before committing suicide alone in their hotel rooms. Only eight years after the bursting of the economic bubble, the economic recession that followed was so bad, by 1998 Japan reported the largest number of suicides ever recorded since record-keeping began in 1947. What was particularly shocking to people reporting the news at the time was the incredible rise of middle-aged and young salarymen committing suicide. Being gainfully employed during this economic recession did not guarantee survival. Having a job, however, apparently does not confer much of a sense of relief, either. Many men who killed themselves in the last year were employed but fearful of losing their jobs or overwhelmed by increased workloads that were a result of colleagues losing their jobs, according to experts. The New York Times, July, 1999. Job prospects for young adults were so poor, even graduating from the very best universities was no guarantee of employment. This would have been particularly stressful for young Japanese graduates. In Japan, there is a hiring season in the spring during which all companies hire new graduates. If a new graduate fails to find employment in this all-important hiring season, it often has lifelong salary earning and job promotion implications, much like graduating in the middle of a recession has on the salary earning potential of youth in the West. Unfortunately, the spike in deaths is at least partially due to corporate Japan's response to the deep economic recession. Japanese companies started cutting headcount, outsourcing jobs, and hiring contract rather than full-time employees. The consequence was a decade-long period of falling average salaries, nationwide that didn't start to rebound until after the 2008 global financial crisis. This was a particularly difficult change for a country used to lifelong employment, the results were predictable. More and more young people were forced to stay living with parents for financial reasons, far longer than was culturally normal at the time.
this lack of financial freedom for Japan's adult youth caused an economic domino effect. By restricting graduate job opportunities and salaries, young people who were forced to live with their parents didn't date as much. Why date seriously if there's no money to get married? If you can't afford to get married, why move out and buy a home? If you don't have a girlfriend, why buy and maintain a car? If you don't need to buy a house, you definitely don't need to buy furniture or children's clothes or renovate a property. By financially forcing young adults to stay home an extra five years, or ten years, or more, Japan continues to artificially suspend the adult lives of young people. Young people should be getting married, leaving home, having babies, and spending money like crazy to establish new lives for themselves. However, for many young people, this still isn't a realistic option and it likely won't become a realistic option without significant changes to the economic system. Unfortunately, the very high number of older people in Japan combined with high voting participation by older Japanese citizens has so far, effectively blocked young adults from being able to change a system that is financially rigged against them. And the very high savings rates of older Japanese citizens continues to be a terrible drag on the economy. Rather than being redeployed into the economy, cash is simply hoarded at negative interest rates, further limiting the work opportunities and salaries of employees entering the workforce for the first time. Now Japan is in a horrible kind of no-money-no-honey cycle that only exacerbates Japan's birthrate problem and ongoing economic issues. Photo by shot by Sirkara on Unsplash. Men were more likely to have had intercourse if they had permanent, full-time employment and lived in cities with more than 1 million inhabitants. Compared to those with the highest incomes, men in the lowest income categories were 10 to 20 times more likely to have no heterosexual experience. Tokyo University 2020. The end result of this social experiment gone wrong has resulted in 30 years of deflationary pressure, a very low birth rate, adult diapers have outsold baby diapers for years in Japan, and now a falling population, not expected to return to growth until 2050, if ever. Placing too much financial burden on a country's working youth in the middle and in the aftermath of an economic recession is economic malpractice.